Good morning, and welcome to Morning Fuel. I'm Mac Jarvis, and I pray that this bite-sized piece of God's Word will be just what you need to start your day. To walk in the Spirit is to produce the fruit of the Spirit. The little word that God chose to give Paul to, to use translates fruit. It can mean the edible kind, or as in this case, it's a product, the offspring or the deed or the result. If you've ever gardened vegetables, you know that the fruit produced is the result of a lot of work and careful tending. And the product or the result that the Holy Spirit can produce in us, his work, is his fruit. Galatians five twenty two and 23, Paul writes, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things uh, there is no law. I want to spend these next few mornings unpacking these nine traits and what they look like in our lives when the Holy Spirit produces them. I'll remind you that to walk in the Spirit and to allow Him to produce this fruit, we must be under His control, open to His influence, and follow His lead. Paul captures that idea in the next verse, verse 24, when he writes, And those who are in Christ have crucified the flesh with its passion and its desires. It's a choice to deny our fleshly desires and urges or to crucify them using Paul's terminology and instead be filled with the Spirit. What does love look like when the Spirit is producing it as fruit in your life? The Greek word that Paul uses there is agape. You've probably heard that word. While we only have one word for love in our English language, the Greek language has four. Three of them are used in the New Testament. There's the word eros, which describes the sexual act of love. Philos, which is brotherly and affectionate love. Agape is is love that is used to describe the way that God loves. For God so loved the world. That Greek word that's used there is agape. It's a higher love. It's a love that loves even when love's not returned. I just got off the phone with a friend who wanted me to pray with him about a big decision that he needs to make. And As he talked about God's faithfulness and blessing in his life, he said, God has been so good to me. He has loved me when I needed it most, and he has loved me when I didn't even know he was doing it. That's agape love. It's always expressive and demonstrated. It is deep and constant. It has no strings attached to it. Of course, in the case of God, it's the perfect and interested love of a perfect God towards unworthy, undeserving objects. God's agape love towards us fosters a love in us that enables us to love him back and enables us to love others in the same way that he loves us. Jesus said in John fifteen nine and following, as the Father has agaped me, so have I agaped you. Now remain in my agape. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my agape just as I've kept my Father's commands and remained in his agape. And I've told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. That's our model for loving God and loving others in the same way that Jesus loves us. It's, it's not a love that you can consistently produce in your own strength. Or to use Paul's words, your flesh cannot produce a full agape love. It takes the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. After all, it's divine love. 
I want to pray for you that today you will experience the agape love of God for you in a way that you sense it and that you'll love that same way. Heavenly Father, may your son, your daughter be filled with and empowered by your Holy Spirit to love today. May the fruit of the Spirit be both guarding their heart and on display to those who are around them. A higher, interested, deep, and consistent, no-strings-attached agape love, the kind that only you can produce in them. I pray that for them in Jesus' name. Amen.